Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Once again, for Critical Hit, a Major Spoilers Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We know you've been anxiously awaiting uh, all week for this episode, and we thank you for your patience. Uh, we try to get everything out there when we can, as soon as we can, and uh, we're glad that so many of you enjoy these adventures. We are now in the city of Basalt. We've met an interesting character who apparently knows Trell, and now he's offering to do us a lot of favors. What kind of trouble will this lead to? Let's find out, Rodrigo. The best kind. (laughs) (laughs) Wacky fun trouble. So, yes, uh, after last week, we cut away to the montage of uh, Yakety Sax. (laughs) Running up and down the marketplace. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I had, I had, I definitely had stuff uh, planned. And I, and I usually, if you guys decided to not go with those guys, but I was really tempted for you, like the moment that you guys said, nope, we're not going with them to just, Cut to you guys in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Gilligan, yeah, just like yeah, smashing, uh, (laughs) like closing the 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 gate or whatever the jail cell bars. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it! Now I'm happy. Thanks, Kat. Uh, that, that, that was an awesome scene. Uh, what? Cat was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow this is your Thanks, fault, Cat. Yep. My name is Cat. This is how I talk. All right. Anyway, that didn't happen. You no, know, that's actually one of the few times that you've actually had told us and the audience your alternate, alternate plan. Well, man. I wasn't. That's the thing is, I wasn't going to do that. Oh, okay. It's like that's like oh something that I really <laughs> wanted to do. Oh, you should have totally done it. I, and and, and, and you know what? Out, but and and let's uh, since we brought it up. Um, as a game master, um, I have to try and come up with things that you guys are going to be okay with and accept. And I was afraid that if I just cut to that, you know, there was a <laughs> lot of roles that could have potentially been involved, a lot of ways for you guys to get out of it, right. that I would just be saying, nope, your characters didn't. So right. that's that's <laughs> the main reason why I wouldn't have done it. Um, I don't know. I know that this this group is uh is good on comedy, so I just I guess I just gotta gauge that to see like if this is going to be funny enough, the crew's probably gonna be okay with it. <laughs> good enough for me. I like it. All right, so let us continue on to our adventure. Okay. So um, Stagsy uh, gets himself uh, ready to go. Um, he puts on a um. Uh, you guys familiar with uh, what a kufi hat is? Um, think of a fez. Yes. But it's a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, pr- and it basically goes right on top of your head. Yeah. So you know he kind of like fits it in under his horn and then on his head. Um. And uh, basically loads himself up with random uh, scrolls, permits, and badges, all of which I'm sure entirely. Uh, legal for him to have <laughs> and um kind of uh leads you down the stairs and um motions for the boys and you know when you're when you make your way downstairs the old guy is still sitting there on the weapons you're like oh so uh you guys going out yes all right well he stands up and taps the thing have fun out there. And he just walks past Stagsy, gives him a nod. Stagsy nods back at him. Gather up my weapon. Kill your yep. friends. I know. And wrap it with the uh, yep. little thing. Yep. Put it in the scabbard. And uh, just once around is good. Again. Oh, just it, once? Okay. Yeah, it is. It really is. It, you know, there's a, a closer to the capital. There's a lot of people who say, why do private citizens need weapons? You know, that is not necessary. So this is a, a means to say, well, 
only if it really comes down to it with a weapon come out. Um, but out here, people care a lot less. Okay. Pick up my crossbow, kind of whisper to my assistant. Yeah, keep that hidden away as I stick it in my I can't mean to ask if the assistant was okay. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, the assistant's fine. Okay. Fully, fully yeah. operational. He hides in the backpack. Pick mm-hmm. up weapons, stow them. Yep. And, um, like, all right, uh, I do have to be back before it's too late. Uh, I uh, have to talk to Hildegard before she goes to sleep. But uh, we should be able... We should have a couple hours to look around. I'm just going to lead you out. Who's a little girl? Oh, uh, she is uh, my wife. I'm sorry, what? What? She's my wife. Um, I am not uh, from... Uh, the Sage Coast, as you must know. Um, not having one of those little beep-boop-beep names. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, yes. So, um, as I was making my way through the Freelands, which is where I'm from, uh, I came across a fairly large tribe uh, with some very questionable practices. Now, we all kind of uh, got involved in this thing involving some trolls, and I ended up uh, sort of uh, brokering a piece, which I'm sure hasn't held up, but at least it uh, kept some uh, sheep farmers who were caught in the whole process from getting hurt. And uh, my, um, as a uh, reward... They uh, were willing to offer me their uh, a fairly sizable uh, piece of property. I could have gotten, I believe, a dozen sheep or a horse or this girl. And I thought to myself, well, if uh, they're willing to give a girl away at the drop of a hat, she probably shouldn't live there. So I took right. the girl. And, of course, it all involved me getting married. Because uh, that's the only way that they will part with a uh, right, right, uh, right. Okay, stock. okay, okay. All right, I trust you. Well, oh, thank you. Okay. She kind of waves at others. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're taking care of her. Oh, certainly. Uh, it is a. Uh... A dangerous world out there for people who don't have anybody to look out for them. So, I don't know, I just... There was uh, something that was really dark about that tribe. Didn't uh, didn't want her to grow up in that sort of situation. Probably next time... There won't be a next time. Someone asks you, Who's a little girl? Baby say girl I rescued from terrible people and not oh, oh yeah my wife my child bride <laughs> your your I don't know ward perhaps oh yes I will take this social advice from you guys uh, to heart <laughs> if I'm telling you it's pretty you know oh no absolutely of, of course uh, it seems that from people who maybe don't know you all that well it gets a big rise out of them if you uh Bring it up. Oh, yes, indeed. I see. In any case, yes, I have not touched her in any way, obviously. Oh, yes, I know. I know. Yes. You guys, you are very funny. <laughs> so, this is the nicer part of Basalt. And he motions out as you guys make your way out of the alley. Um, and it is. It, there are a lot of nice, big... Those are kind of pagoda-style buildings, as well as some squatter kind of um, hexagonal buildings. Sure. Um, and uh, there's a lot of people milling around here. All of them seem to be well off. Um, there are definitely a few things that you guys notice. Uh, first off, the majority are human. Um, their uh, hair and skin color varies pretty widely. There's, you know... Very dark-skinned people, very light-skinned people, um, you know, strawberry blondes and people with, you know, 
coal black hair and so on and so forth. Um, probably about an even mix after that are tieflings or the horned devil people like uh, Stagsy and um, Dragonborn, uh, who you remember you've met at least one of those. Uh, probably a couple, actually. Um, and those have big lizardy dragon heads and tend to be on the burly side, you know, both the men and the women, um, and pretty tall. Uh, and they have those kind of like uh, weird flesh dreadlocky things coming out of their heads. Okay. Um, and you see at least one guy with a cool frill. Okay. Um, <laughs> and those guys' uh, skin colors vary all over the place. And usually, as long as they're bright, it goes. So you see uh, green skin dragonborn, like uh, sapphire blue skins, ruby red, so on and so forth. Um, like bright canary yellow, that sort of thing. Um, and you do actually here spot a couple of, uh, half-orcs just kind of way off over there. Um, as far as clothing, um, what seems to be fashionable are, be- are vests with the arms exposed, um, some kind of, uh, forearm covering, either, like, bracers or just a ribbon, or something like that, uh, maybe just a bunch of bangles, you know, whatever, whatever you're into. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, these kind of uh, complex, multi-tiered uh, skirts, um, b- both for the men and the women. Just kind of uh, either they in like lateral chunks, and you can see that they're wearing pants underneath, or um, just kind of these like multi-tiered um, skirts, like. Basically, wearing a big wide mini skirt and then under it a longer skirt that maybe goes down to the knee and then under it a longer one. Um, and lastly, everybody, every last person is wearing a hat. Um, either those discs hats or the one I had like um, Stagsy has, or you actually spot a couple of like big long cylindrical hats. Mm. That is about uh, the extent of the common traits. Obviously, you know, you can look over there and say and see somebody who's wearing mostly, you know, um, canvas with a couple pieces of leather and see that that guy's probably not doing so well economically, as well as some guy who is basically dressed in, you know, gold studded velvet. Okay. And he kind of motions you around and says, well, uh, the marketplace is in uh, that direction. Um the uh, only real beach that you can do any sort of swimming around in is uh, off on the other side and then down the cliff. I'm sure you guys notice that this is a very rocky area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of the reason why this town has become such a tourist and uh, kind of high-end uh, mansion-type place overlooking the sea is because it is largely unusable as a port. Um, it is very difficult for ships to dock here on account of all the rocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, we can, uh, if you guys are hungry, we can maybe go to a nice restaurant. If you'd like to look around the um, the marketplace, uh, anything else? Uh, if you uh, would like to do anything else, uh, what what do you like to do? I'm a little hungry. Yeah. You suppose they got funnel cakes? Funnel cakes. No. I ain't had a good funnel cake in forever. I bet I could make you one, Torque. Later. These all deep fried, though, is what it is. It's a good kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they do like fried things here. There's a lot of fried fish. If you would like to try that, uh, it depends on what sort of local flavor you want. We can go to the marketplace and buy some fish on a stick, and you can eat it. Or we can go to a nice restaurant, maybe have like a three-course thing. 
Um, and you can get a big sampling of what the fancy people eat around here. Oh. Maybe once we get our... Uh, we got to get some metal, right? Or no? Yes, but I I am going to have to order that, essentially. Oh, we can't um, just go trade for metal? Uh, not for the quantities that you want. Um, I think I can probably get us started, but uh, definitely... Uh, we're going to. It's going to take some time. This is not a big. Uh, this is not a place that produces a lot of pots or kettles or weaponry. So metal doesn't usually make it down this way. Raw metal doesn't make it down this way all that often. I think we need hats. We could get you some hats if you wanted. My concern with getting you some hats is that. People from the Sage Coast are very fond of their hats. So, if you wear a hat, they might think you're from around here, start talking to you like you are, you might get confused, they might be upset. I'm just saying, it is okay for you guys to be foreigners. They're actually very welcoming as long as you're following their laws. But, if you want some hats, I can get you some hats. (laughs) Well, Cat likes to... um... Gamble and play <clears throat> cards. Uh, <laughs> oh, a gambling man, yes. Uh, of course, <laughs> that is very tightly regulated around here. Um, you, It will be difficult during the day to find anything more exciting than a turtle race. But I can talk to a few people. Need something for that cough? <laughs> Just shakes his head. I thought we was making noise so as no one to hear what uh, Trell was saying because Cat uh, didn't want him to hear it. That's why I joined in, is all. Sorry. Is something that Trell should have picked up on being a well, rather insightful that person. It <laughs> seems like there's, oh, what's it called? Like an under. Okay, there's this stuff that has lots of rules, and Stagsy wouldn't be here. If there wasn't stuff that Cat would like, he's what they used Kett's to call. Never it, implied it, that he's a criminal. It, it, he never implied it, but we inferred it. <laughs> wait, wait, who's he yeah. talking? To? Like, I think the implication was that he was a gambler. Yes. True. Wait a minute, you're a gambler. <laughs> Like, Trell, gambling Trell is not saying, illegal in most places. Yeah. Like, Trell was saying, like, that Cat likes to gamble, not that Cat steals crap. Alright. Anyways. <laughs> you steal that. stuff, too? <laughs> no. Stop it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Randis likes yeah. um, making stuff and knowing what stuff is and researching stuff. And Aurum likes um, sword play and nice clothes, kind of like Camus. And and, uh, Torque likes fighting things and eating awesome food. I like throwing stuff, too. You like what? They used to have this throwing thing where you could throw throw a ball at a a stack of rocks or you could throw a knife at a, a little squiggly, and if you okay. got it in the middle of the squiggly, you could win like a, a stuffed uh, thing or something. And you know what I like. Of course. G- girls? Just one girl. Oh. Just one girl. I'm sorry, I was... Uh... And if I could get you that, I would. But uh, we're going to have to uh, maybe... Um, just to find some amount of solace in the uh, menageries at the other end of town. Mm-hmm. So, um, fish on a stick or restaurant? Uh, I never had a fish on a stick, so uh. restaurant for me. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. <laughs> let's, let, let's consider fish on a stick on a way to a restaurant. 
I'm a, I'm a mate peckish. Uh, unfortunately, you, we'd have to go to the marketplace and then turn all the way around. There's a, a very good restaurant right out this way. We can do that if you want to see that. If you're not that hungry, let's go through the marketplace, get your friend some fish, then we'll eat. Sure, I guess we'll you know, get a better feel for the town, I suppose. Very well. You guys uh, walk out of this little plaza and into the marketplace. And you the first thing you see when you walk in, there's probably about a dozen guys on rooftops with those big kind of hat helmets oh, yeah, yeah. Um, with the uh, bows kind of looking over everything. Are we talking like Saracen-type helmet things, or um, Have you ever played any of the later Mortal Kombat's after the first one? Yeah. You know Kung Lao's Kung helmet? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Dude, right right down Lao to the chin rocks. strap. Yeah. I love Kung Lao. Yep. Except like they're, like, more, they're like super polished silvery helmets. Okay. So somebody's getting elbowed, you said? Uh, elbowing Stagsy. Yes. Um, those guys with, um, those guys up on the roofs? Ah, uh, yes. Um, those six, are... Six star system? Yes. Um, <laughs> of course, the, uh, Sage Coast is a place of a lot of, uh, where they enjoy their law and order. Uh, those gentlemen over there are the, um, what, uh, the locals refer to as the Silver Helms. Um, they're the officers of the um, Secretariat on Holidays and Local Commerce. They, their job is to sit up there and uh, make sure that nobody below is obstructing commerce or breaking any laws if they see you doing it. Usually they fire a warning shot. If you do not stop right away, they usually fire a non-warning shot. We should be okay. As long as nobody tries to shake anybody down for money or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Orem looks at Kit. (laughs) Orem! What? I'm just looking at Kit to make sure he's keeping up with us. Uh, The good thing about uh, having such a uh, involved uh, peacekeeping force is that uh, pickpockets are rare. People are pretty calm. Usually you don't see a lot of conflict, definitely, in the marketplace. If at any point they could put one through your head. Sounds like a good idea, kind of. Oh, yes. You will likely, while you are here, see a disproportionate amount of uh, peacekeeping officers since every major secretariat tends to have their own people who overlook whatever it is they do. Tork used to be a constable. Did he now? And now he is a priest. A man of so many talents. Mm-hmm. And he's great at fighting. Oh, I could tell that. So you guys walk through the marketplace, and there's all kinds of stuff here. Um, actually, right as you walk in, there's a, a couple of dueling fried fish stands, you know, just kind of screaming back and forward, don't buy his fish, buy my fish, my fish were fresh, they were caught today, it's like, today, how about just now, we just got a shipment in, our fish are the best, it's like, no, ours are the best, no, ours are the best, but mine are up here, mine are the best, the best, yeah, mine are also the best, except yours are not... Torque is going back and forth between the stands, and each time someone yells, he turns. He turns and back, back and walks to the other one, and is very confused by the whole thing. I, honestly, I would just say pick one. These guys, these guys both get their fish from the same person. <laughs> <laughs> so, who wants some fish? I want a fish. fish. Okay. Two sure. fish? Three fish? Red sure. fish. Okay. No. <laughs> so, uh, Torque, Trail, and Randas get some fish. Um, it's pretty good. It's very fried. 
Mm. Um, you yes. definitely have to take a couple bites to get past the crunch into the meat of it. But this is a very like boneless fish, so they basically kind of put a stick through the um, spinal column. And then there's, like, ribs poking out, but you can eat, like, inside of that, and you just eat a fish, and it's been gutted and everything. Yay! That's um, a big fish. They do, they do have a head, and you do see people w- walking around with them, and they'll just, like, pull the eyeballs out and eat them. Hmm. Charles just stuffing the whole thing. Yep. <laughs> the head's the best part, actually. I, I do enjoy... The odd fish head. Uh, obviously not odd-looking fish heads. Right. You want yep. them to be you know, within the baseline of what the fish head should look like. <laughs> Understandable. So, um, if you guys want to walk around a little bit, I can just wait here. Uh, there's actually a, a gentleman over there who owes me money. So, I need to speak with him. But uh, certainly, there, you guys should get a chance to look around. Maybe uh, talk to some of the locals. Again, no interrupting commerce. But, uh... Okay. I'll just be right over here. Thank you. So, initial thoughts? Trell, you obviously trust him completely? Literally with my life. Okay. Uh, Good to know. I trust him as much as I trust Camus. Hmm. Although Camus is a huge liar. (laughs) Big liar, 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 liar. But so, I'm not Sags sure you have done your me case wrong. here. Okay, it's just that. Never mind. Kit, don't trust him. Don't like him. Why? Don't need him to know any of my information. Why? Kit just looks at you surly. I'll tell you why. Why? Because they's two of a kind. They both get by on on knowing the rules and knowing how to never break the rules but still get what you want. Ain't nobody likes seeing somebody who's like they is because they go, well, he's doing it wrong or he's he's using my powers for evil or something. Cat, you trust me, don't you? She grabs his face, but like, um, not like gently, but like, like, yeah, it's like pushing his, pushing his cheeks, but not like hard and hurting him, but just like almost massaging his cheeks and staring at him. His glower gets deeper. You trust me, don't you? And here I thought you would love this place. Mm-hmm. She lets go of his cheeks. <laughs> it's not the Feywild. You the were thing, so though. eager to get out of the Feywild. I think he sees. Honestly, the I should be the whiny one. Everybody's wearing clothes, and it's all indoors. There's lots of. Money stuff. There are some clear... Part of the fashion is a clear tactical skin exposure. Like, especially on the guys. If the guys have any sort of abs to talk about, their vests just go right down to the rib cage. But they're fancy clothes. Oh, yeah. It's like the... Yeah, it's like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, it's nudity for the wrong reasons. Yes. (laughs) Ridiculous. (laughs) Here's here's the one thing we got to keep in mind though, hmm? just just like when we went to to the Feywild and we needed a guide who knew how to get around. Now we's in the city, and every city need you need a guide who knows how to get around. These these guys like this, these the guys who can get things done. So we don't have to necessarily. Trusty, trust him just as long, you know, and, and, you know, I know, I know you love him and all, but even if we don't trust him, you got to admit he's going to be helpful because 
we ain't been shot from the sky yet. And uh, I figure that that, you know, they talk about it a lot. You don't see these many guys with weapons out without people getting shot from the sky. He's, he's like our trail guide only in the city without the magic and kind of funnier looking with the horns and like that. So what uh, stands are nearby? Hats, jewelry, um, clothes, uh, fruit, mm. more fish, um, a uh, guy who is like apparently a realtor and has like paintings of the stuff that he's selling. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, you do see what is clearly another type of police officer. Um, they are wearing mostly white and um, have big white five-pointed stars as their badges um and most of them have a kind of a big uh plate right on their on the front of their head kind of like uh, orem's uh sure helmet thing um except it's tied back with string and it actually ties to a top knot on their head mm-hmm. um and one of them is um we'll say it's a young woman um dark hair light skin is a uh, kind of a uh, human is kind of like trying to look past like the three of you guys to look at Torque. Okay. Charles stares at her. <laughs> Step out of her way. Once you do, she starts walking over to you guys. What do I do? Just ask her what she wants. I think she can hear us now. Uh, I can. Uh, hello, oh, uh, all. Uh, How are you all doing? Very well, thank you. Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, well, I can tell that you are all not from around here. Um, I wanted to uh, tell um, your priest that uh, the... Um, both the Ministry of uh, Crime and Charity and the uh, Secretariat on Holidays and Local Commerce are both going to be open for another three hours or or so if he wants to start uh, any paperwork to uh, be able to preach here. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I'll keep that in mind. Sure thing. Um, if you need directions, just ask me. I'll I'll be around. My shift's not going to be over for quite some time. Oh, thank you, thank you. And, and your name, ma'am? One second. Need to find it. That's a good name. Yeah, <laughs> she's popular. <laughs> uh, we'll say. Uh, she says, "Up, oh, my name is uh, Lin Vu Lin." Uh, thank you. It's, it's, I appreciate your hospitality there. Sure thing. Well, uh, have a good day. She kind of thank wanders you. away. Okay. That was kind of eerie. Was it? She just seemed helpful. So, uh, Randis, are you going to be able to do your work at Stagsy's residence? Well, we'll have to see. I mean, (laughs) you really think a ton of iron is going to be necessary? I have a thought on that, and I'll talk with you later about that. Very well. (laughs) Okay. How much is a ton? A lot. <laughs> She's asking that in character. Oh, it is quite a, a lot. <laughs> a lot. It's like three it's a cow. wagons. It's a whole She's bunch. A, oh, three wagons. Okay. Three wagons, one cow. Okay. Cow ain't no that big. You need like four cows. Four cows? Yeah. Charles, like, really not. Like, like she just connects like, like that with Torque. Like, four cows. Got it. Four. Got it. 
Yeah. Like like four cows or maybe a hundred duckies. Hundred ducks, right? So we was going to a restaurant. Oh yeah, he had to finish some some business. Yeah, Stagsy seems to be free now. He's just kind of hanging out, waiting for you guys to come back. If you're done looking around, sure. Yeah. Walk back over to him. So, uh, what so, are we doing now? Getting uh, more food, I suppose. Restaurant. Sounds great. Uh, follow me. Um, I talked to a guy. He thinks he can get us all the iron you want um, maybe in a couple of days. Hmm. Wow. Should be fine. Yes. You said um, it's like four cows worth of iron. Uh, yes, that sounds about right. Uh, the uh, Apparently, there's a, a very popular game that involves uh, very quickly chipping off a piece of iron and then throwing it at something. I don't know the exact things, but the part of the part of the game is actually to chip it. So they need like big pieces. So this guy gets to me. Corky would be so good at that. Probably. But you'd be really good at that. Well, we should go play that later. Yes. I don't think it's very popular in this town, but if we could corner the market early, <laughs> I think we could definitely get something accomplished. Worm looks at Kit, kind of smiling and nodding and points at this guy. This guy got a lot of ideas. <laughs> so uh, you go to what is probably the fanciest building you've seen so far hmm. and uh, you walk up um, the who is the guy who is clearly the mater D looks very concerned um, but Stagsy steps up and says ah yes um, I believe I have a reservation uh, six four Maldovus and he looks down and is like, oh, yes, of course, sir. Follow me. And he, you know, leads you past everybody into a nice kind of private balcony that overlooks the the cliff. And you can see, you know, off in the distance, you see, uh, you can actually see the moon. And it's uh, the, um, you can see the ocean. And oh, look, off over there, like a cloud just like appears out of nowhere and starts raining violently just in, like, this one little section. <laughs> hmm. We know what that is. It's a wonderful Dude. view. Uh, that weather is awfully troubling. Hmm. Yes. Uh, have you had strange weather here? Only in the sense that the weather has not changed for the past week or so. It has been exactly this temperature and kind of humid. Guess um, how long we were unconscious, she says to others. <laughs> yeah, probably. Of course, mm. nobody's really complaining about it, but uh, some of the more uh, uh, arcanely endowed people in my organization are starting to get worried about it. Do you guys know anything about this? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Cat. I'm assuming that was cat groaning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, of course you don't have to tell me if it's a secret. <laughs> I understand the uh, importance of keeping a secret, but if I could somehow help you. You're helping us. It's kind of That's a big story. It's pretty well, involved. This is going to be like four courses, my friend. We have all night. <laughs> okay, very well. Uh-huh. Besides, I love stories. <laughs> Not the best at them, but okay. for a while now, we've been in the Feywild uh, trying to set balance there. Because you know, before the Feywild, the whole moon and the mm-hmm. void creature situation, we were involved with that as well. This oh. is before we met Trell, but then we went to the Feywild, met Trell there. While there, we tried to basically get the proper sovereign 
host back into their position. And turns out that uh, someone else used those means to basically assume the control. They control the Feywild. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is entirety. distressing. Yes. To say the least. So now we're trying to develop means to get back and usurp his control and try once again to get it back to the way things should be. Well, um, my sources say that there's actually a trod nearby uh, in an island just north of here. Oh, interesting. That's that's good to know. Um. Very good to know. She stares at Warren. <laughs> I stare back. My eyes squint down at her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. What do you know of the Feywild? No, I only have a, a strictly academic knowledge of the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Never been there myself. I know, uh, let's see... Uh, there's of course the uh, the natural mirror uh, effect. Mm-hmm. Um, things that happen in the Feywild sometimes are uh, mirrored in the natural world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that uh, a lot of arcane magic originated from the Feywild. I know that uh, Eldrin wizards are mm-hmm. much renowned for their control over the uh, Eldritch forces of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, there are places where the Feywild and the natural world coalesce, and uh, those are often uh, places that either uh, druids or perhaps Eladrin on the other side uh, cap and turn into trods. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, just general knowledge about the Feywild. I hear that there is a city full of gnomes, and they make the finest beer. Uh, that would be true. The greatest beer. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a chance to visit, if we can ever put things back and make things right, you definitely should go and visit. Well, I hope you will be sure to send me a sending when you uh, save the universe one more time. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. If. That's a big if. <laughs> uh, well, of course, the when enormous things are at stake, you never know exactly what is going to happen. Uh, Trell and I, and your sister, uh, we spent a lot of time uh, trying to prevent bad things from happening to the natural world as well, and then bad things from happening in the Shadowfell. Mm. So, uh, I certainly understand. I sincerely hope that my adventuring days are behind me, but you just never know. Sure. Um, yeah, okay. It's good to know. Mm-hmm. I'm just really surprised that you've never been to the Feywild. Oh, and I want to go. Uh, but, uh, you know, I've got a good thing going here right now. I'm trying to expand my influence. I've got a couple achievements coming in. And um, I just think that uh, as a point of uh, information, I can uh, help my friends a lot more, uh, mostly by knowing things. Hmm. That's not that weird, though, Orm, is it? You'd never been to the natural world. Oh, no, no, but uh, someone... No, I am greatly greatly fascinated by magic. I really am. Uh, One of my... You know, I was going to be a wizard, uh, but um, it involved a lot of reading. Mm. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. You only like reading diaries? Oh, I told you it was uh, mostly the ritual was complete. And, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. look, this diary is here. Everybody's already asleep. There's no <laughs> point in trying to sleep this bag into somebody's bag. <laughs> oh, I really but, wish you were with us. Um, but there is something else, of course. Right? Yes. Uh, something else? Yes. Something that... Uh, about the Fey Wild. Uh, we can't get back into it at the moment. You cannot. No. 
interesting. Why not? Uh, the being that's taken over has blocked all access to man or god or monster. Oh. I see. So, he has sealed the worlds out. Yes, but what he's doing there seems to be having an influence here. Again, we really would like to set things right. Some soup gets put in front of people. Mm-hmm. The winner's kind of scattered. Oh, just uh, in this place you don't order. They have a thing that they serve, and that's what you eat. Okay. Um, that is... This, do you think that this has happened at every throne? I know that, from what I understood, a lot of... Uh, Druids had gone around and sealed the trods to keep uh, scary things from coming out after the lunar event. There was sort of this surge of mm-hmm. either plants or creepy fog that was coming in through a lot of the trods, from what I had heard. Right, right. I think it's very possible it might have happened at them all, I but see. we really don't know for certain. Well, he he really didn't seem to want other people in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly not outsiders. Right. Well, um, of course, I know very little about um, how trods actually function, so I would not be able to help you break in in that direction. But there are a couple of things that I do know. Uh, first off, I know that... and. Uh, Forgive me if this is uh, problematic for you, uh, Orem, but uh, I know that the Fey Wild and the Fey Dark mm-hmm. are joined, but not the same place. And I know that you can get to the Fey Dark through the Underdark. Hmm. Hmm. Trail looks at Orem. Orem Remember what I to said? Nod. Strokes his chin. Uh, I know that uh, that probably has a lot of implications. Yes, it does. And not the least of which is, of course, that as you all must know, um, after the uh, Underdark Wars, a lot of the paths into the Underdark in the continent were sealed. Right. Um, just completely collapsed. Uh, but uh, I know a guy. Of yeah. course. We have catchphrase. We know a guy too. That's my <laughs> That's that's not out loud. That's not Sure, that's not in character. That's, that didn't happen. <laughs> um Thank you, Stagsy. Oh certainly. Should I not call you that or uh, maybe not when other people are around, but, um... Got it. I mean, very, actually, very uh, surprisingly few amount of people around here speak Elven, so I can just tell them that is a nickname. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So, you believe that there's a way through to the other side? I... The th- Underdark. I think that if all the trods are sealed, it is... I mean, I don't know. He might be powerful enough to separate the Fey Dark from the Fey Wild, but it is. We are talking about something colossal, something that, uh, in a way, uh, we'll think about it this way. He has separated. He has closed all the trods. Uh, we're assuming to the natural world, mm-hmm. but he, and correct me if I'm wrong here. He has not separated the Fey Wild from the natural world, and he Obviously, points. He points at that yes. weird cloud. Right, right. So, if he could, he would have. Do you not think so? So it is perhaps too much for him to completely separate these realms from each other. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, that's something certainly we would need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, and uh, I will talk to the people that I know to see, because I know that there's at least one pathway to the Underdark that is still open, because that is the 
only way that um, anybody could get um, oh, what is it called um, it's called spider venom and uh, it has been offered to me I am not right now dealing in poisons I think uh, poisons are a younger man's game out of character the fade dark and the shadow fell are not the same thing no Okay. The Shadowfell is where ghosts go. Right. The Fey Dark is the Underdark. Is, of yes, the, is the Underdark. Yeah, it's literally, is like natural world slash Feywild, Underdark slash Fey Dark. Where the Formorians would be at, or Pre- yeah. presumably, yeah. yeah. Hmm. She lifts her eyebrows at Orm. Well. You up for meeting our other cousins? <laughs> yes. Um, not something I'm looking forward to, and something we will need to consider very seriously. But first, I think we should finish this fine meal. Of course. And uh, with that, I think we should uh, end this episode as we all eat what second course already third course already probably second all right delicious food by the way if you guys ever get uh, a chance listeners to visit basalt uh (laughs) look up this fine restaurant yes and uh until next time when we find out what's for dessert here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits Frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.